0: Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are once again live down here in the Bear Cave Studios for another episode of the Sports Frenzy Podcast So Out. With me, your host, Freddy Alonso with my co-host, the devil's advocate, Robert King.
1: Jake Hager maybe my new favorite promo guy.
0: Alright,
1: and with our other co-host,
2: Anthony, the Blackbeard
0: Encyclopedia.
2: And gentlemen, the WWE's empty arena era has come to an end. We're now in the plexiglass era. Face off! <laughs> Is this
0: the PSENG power play?
2: <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> and it did a great job on Monday night. Come on here, help break this up! Run around the plexiglass? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wonder if the NHL will take up that stance next time they have a fight they'll start pulling people in from the crowd
2: yeah right
0: <laughs> nice
2: oh well but uh, it was qu- quite a weekend you did man
0: Lot on uh, lot on tap for tonight
2: yeah we don't have to go through all of it but <laughs> <laughs> so double or nothing thoughts what did you guys think
1: I liked it. Um, the stadium match was a little... Uh, it was long, I'll say that. And there were definitely moments I was like, ugh. But, I mean, certain things just made me laugh out loud, like uh, Sammy Guevara getting suplexed from all the way down the field. And, and then suddenly being able to shake it off rather quickly, I thought was funny. But at the time, it was quite funny. Um, Hangman Page, always good for a laugh. Riding his horse around and you know looking for a drink rather than fighting in the match. Um, I, overall, I thought it was a good. It was a really good pay per view. Um, the Cody match I thought was a little. Uh, it was predictable, I think. Right. I mean, I know we all we didn't pick him to win, but as you start to watch the match, you're like, he's definitely going to win, right? Because he took a lot of punishment and you know. And then I, I thought he delivered a killer promo. Uh, last night, so I, I thought overall, I think the show did well, my only question coming out of it is like, now what happens to Brody Lee, he seems like now he's, you know, it's over now, he's, you know, he's challenged for the title, he didn't win, now what happens, we move right on to Brian Cage, are you guys familiar with Brian Cage at all? I
2: remember,
1: but not, not a whole lot.
2: I've I've heard the name. I've haven't seen a ton of his work. Um, I guess you could enlighten us because it seems like you know something about this man.
1: Well, I don't know a, a lot. I mean, I know he was at Impact, and I know the the knock against him is he's hurt all the time. So even when they signed him, I don't know if you guys are aware. When they signed him, he was still hurt. Mm-hmm. So it, time will tell whether he can hold up. You know, uh, to keep the to to survive. You know, AEW. Um, I have my doubts, but I like the fact that he's with Taz because he's not a promo guy. So
2: I thought that was a strange pairing
0: of him and
1: Taz.
2: Man a few words, that's it.
1: <laughs> the entire show that's it, that's all you got. Got care to expand on that a little bit. Yeah no, I, I
0: thought it was uh <laughs> okay.
1: Anthony and I have decided tonight we're going to let you do all the talking. <laughs> yeah,
0: talking tonight, right? Yeah, it, it would be it would be my luck. But no, um, I, I thought it would be. I thought it was a strange pairing of him and Taz. I didn't really get why you put them together. Um, I did enjoy the stadium match. Um, we'll get into the stuff from Wednesday night, but. The spots were good. I liked the uh, the finish of it with um, with Omega and who was that? Guevara. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, you know, I could have put all my money that Cody was going to win that belt. Um, Tyson being there didn't really make sense to me. Kind of looked like he was falling asleep.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so what did you guys think of the TNT title? It, for me, I was talking to one of my friends about it. Um, it looked like your fantasy football belt that you order offline. And you get sent to you. Like, here's your picture. And there
1: you go. I
2: I'm gonna give them a little bit of. I'm gonna cut them some slack on it because apparently with this COVID nineteen, the belt wasn't finished.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you remember they announced that during the match that the belt wasn't done yet. And look, it is a TNT title, so TNT wants their letters on that belt. So you know, look, what are you gonna do? You know, I mean, they 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 may have asked for that, and you may not have a choice. It wouldn't be my choice, but. You know, I also thought the WWE, WWE belts are, are god-awful ugly. So, it's really hard to make a nice-looking championship belt. Yeah.
2: Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I'm glad they gave that explanation about why the belt looked the way it did because it really wasn't that impressive. And then when you heard why, I'm like, okay, I'm wondering if they should have even paraded the belt out then, Um i guess they didn't have much of a choice at this point they got to have some sort of belt to give them um size wise i thought it was kind of small but then again when you see the size of the women's belt and the former champion nyla rose it almost looked like a bracelet for her so uh yeah <laughs> for, for, go ahead for, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm gonna let it go i'm gonna let it go go ahead <laughs> go ahead um i thought it was i thought i thought the show was good i didn't think it was great um i Think so, I think all their other offering. I, I would say I would rank this as the lowest of their pay-per-views. Um, the Stadium Stampede, I mean, for all the crap the Money in the Bank match got recently, I felt like the Stadium Stampede was kind of in the same vein in a lot of respects. Uh, it was goofy. It wasn't meant to be taken seriously. I mean, for fuck's sake, we didn't really need a ring. We didn't need a ring in the middle of that stadium. I don't think they were in yep. it for any longer than a minute or two. Um, I I know you, you, brought, you actually stole some of my thunder, Rob, with some of the some of the highlights um i mean the suplex thing the jim Cornette and me wanted to flip shit at that but i was like all right whatever it's supposed to be fun it's not supposed to be taken seriously um the different incarnations of matt hardy in the swimming pool
1: i love that part
2: yeah that was that <laughs> i was love fun.
1: that part and i tell you what santana is one, santana is one of my favorite guys now
2: mm-hmm.
1: his his off camera like side camera reactions like i wind up watching him because like like last night when um when vicky guerrero or was uh, announcing and he walked out and after he walked by he like put his finger in his ear and i was like you don't teach that kind of stuff like that's funny you know what i mean like he's a natural
0: well did you see him when they were presenting the shirts and they're t- doing like the whole stampede stadium shirts and he's still like messing with his ear and he's like screaming as loud as he can i was rolling
1: Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, like that stuff is just like off. I can't imagine they're writing that, and I and it's it. That's what makes me smile. I mean, not everything works in AEW, but at least they're giving their guys the ability that they're giving them a the chance to try it. I mean, what do you have to lose? And not everything's always going to work, right? You watch Saturday Night Live? Do you laugh at every joke? No. Do you watch do you a sitcom? Do you laugh at every joke? No. But at least they're giving them the freedom to to act, and, and that's when. You- when you know at the end of the day
0: who you can continue to give that freedom to, who you take it away from, and you give them the scripted stuff, and these guys, you let them go. Like I know there was a report of sometime this week it came out that um, Seth Rollins now has creative freedom for his character and his... I, I saw it, I forgot where it was, uh, I think it was 434, four, one of these uh, sites, but... Apparently he has now created freedom with his character and with his promos.
1: So he doesn't have to run anything past anybody? He can just do whatever he wants?
0: That's what they made it sound like, but I'm sure he still has to pass stuff through certain channels before he he gets to be okay.
2: That's a, all right, that's interesting. Yeah, no, I didn't come across that. Um i don't think they necessarily need a script i just think they need some guidance i think that's one of the biggest things they're, they're missing i mean that whole segment at the end of dynamite and yeah there were parts of it that were funny but the whole thing with tyson and him parading half the retired ufc roster with him uh i mean we saw vitor Belfort, uh rashad evans uh triple c henry cejudo yeah dana pay me I- i'm retiring to go russell for yeah. AEW.
1: who was the fat looking redheaded guy with a dirty face. Is he a USC fighter?
2: I think... There was... No. There was one guy that I read was from... Uh,
1: Jersey, Jersey Shore. Shore
2: uh, Zach 24 Clayton. I have no idea who that is because I never no, watched Jersey Shore. That but uh, that, it also, that could have been Mikey Gooch who's an actor. I don't know. This is all stuff I'm finding online. But at Double or Nothing, I noticed the head of American Top Team, Dan Lambert, and Vitor Belfort were ringside, which I thought was interesting. So now we know what was going on there um henry cejudo if he wanted to get paid i don't think AEW is going to pay him any more than the ufc was paying him so good, good job pal um yeah that in that segment on the end with tyson i thought i mean we're th- rehashing old wwe stuff and i just wish AEW would stick to their guns and i mean i, I don't in that case at least there's a history there you brought it up
1: um What's the payoff, though? Is Tyson going to wrestle?
2: I, I suppose. I, I don't know. Um, going back to the pay-per-view, I mean, Brian Cage, You once again, you had a bunch of guys that have been with this company since day one that once again are playing second fiddle to a newcomer. Um, so this is going to be the second or third guy that Moxley is defending the belt against that's really had no matches. Uh, first it was Hager, then it was Brody Lee, now it's going to be Brian Cage. If I'm somebody like a Darby Allin or an Orange Cassidy or... I mean, Luchasaurus, you got a bunch of guys that have been there for a while and haven't gotten that push. Um, Are are these guys okay with being complacent? Because that's what it's turning into. You know, the same stuff that some of these guys complained about with WWE, like uh, Sean Spears, it's kind of happening all over again. I mean, Sean Spears freaking jobbed out to Dustin Rhodes. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. yeah, the women's division matches, the Chris Statlander, Penelope Ford, wh- whatever. Uh, th- th- I'm not going to say anything about that one. The MJF-Jungle Boy match, it wasn't the most exciting match, but it, it was technical, it was and that's something we don't see a lot of. So, And I think that's pr- part of the thing. I'm so used to now with AEW, all the high flying and all the spot fest that you get somebody like MJF that's more technical. I'm, I've am i actually – that's what I used to love, and I'm not used to it. So that kind of threw me off. But it, uh, mjf's a great heel. Yeah. Um, hopefully he's the one getting the next title shot at I, what are they calling it all in or all out i don't I, I think it's all out now um moxley versus Brody lee was better than i thought it would be uh the technical submission definitely different i think that does help Brody lee a little bit uh because he didn't tap out or or get pinned but um I think for me, the match that actually was the match of the night, uh, surprisingly, was the Hikaru Shida Nyla Rose m- women's title match. I wasn't expecting that to be as good as it was. That was actually my favorite match of the night. Um, and, and I'm curious, um, unfortunately, since the last time we recorded, uh, we have a cyberbullying issue once again in our world. Uh, Ana Kimura, a an wrestler over in Japan, committed suicide uh, based on idiot fans that were talking shit about something that happened on a reality show um i'm wondering what she does win based on the fact that this happened because um, i didn't see that coming i feel like for all the build-up they had to get nyla rose that belt it seemed like the title ring was a little bit shorter than i expected what did you guys think
1: i don't think they were related at all
2: no okay
1: i just I don't think there was any relation. I don't know why Nyla Rose's reign was so short. Maybe they didn't feel like she was, you know, making the draw or they wanted to, you know, she's really different than the other ones. And sometimes that's not the best idea to have a, you know what I mean? Like, you, you got to bring her down to earth at some point. Yep. And I think that's, of all the women on the roster, I think, uh, I forget the, the girl who won, sorry. Um, okay, Roshida. Yeah, I think she was the right one to beat her, if anybody was going to beat her. I mean, I think may, they may have been able to put that off a little while, but, you know, they've been getting a lot of heat about the women's division. Mm-hmm. So maybe they felt like, you know, we need to get a more athletic-looking woman in the, as a champion, you know, yeah. someone that maybe can carry some of the other women better. Do I, I don't know. But I don't think they were related to the suicide. It was quite sad to hear that, but...
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, maybe it's possible that they got the belt off Nyla Rose because maybe Britt Baker's hot enough uh, That no pun intended um, but maybe Britt Baker's just getting on a roll that they need her to defeat a face to become champion uh, maybe we'll see that at the next pay-per-view I mean now she's at six to eight weeks minimum is what we're hearing but mm. as a heel she's definitely getting the reaction you can't have her beat a Nyla Rose so maybe this yeah. is the way they're going to do it I mean Hikaru Shida I think has been probably one of the few bright spots on that women's roster
1: so, maybe the
2: only one yeah yeah i mean Britt baker as a promo i think has been probably right. blown everybody else ring away but though. but a ring where yeah you could you've mentioned it several times you could see them calling for spots and stuff um that brings me up that, that brings me to another topic um so i Defended AEW on a post on 411 Mania, uh, and I got ripped a new one by people saying I was making excuses for AEW, which you guys have been listening to the show, you know I don't make excuses for AEW. Um, The roster is still pretty green. We still see it at times, especially on the women's side. So I felt like they should be getting some slack cut them. Um, There's not a developmental program. And I got people yelling at me that that's bullshit. They got the money to have them wrestle somewhere else on the weekends, start a training school, do something else. They they got to get the more in-ring work. That's bullshit. And I was like, kind of like they're not – part of the appeal for those wrestlers to join AEW was that they wouldn't be touring around doing four or five nights a week of wrestling. Um, that was part of the appeal there. Do you think – They should have some sort of training program. I mean, what's missing there? I mean, even Jim Ross this week on Wrestler Observer Live actually kind of defended it. He said that they were talking about adding house shows before COVID-19 hit to try to get some of these guys and gals more in-ring work because once a week wasn't going to be enough. Um, Additionally, we had a fan call out Kenny Omega because Deanna Perazos ended up signing with Impact, and the fan was basically ripping the women's division a new one, and Omega defended it and actually said he thought it was pretty entertaining he didn't see a problem with the women's division which obviously he's probably not going to go bash his own product but is that are are they overlooking that fact are they blind to the fact that the women's roster is hurting them
1: what can they do about it at this point i mean until things move along there's nothing they can do
2: so you don't you agree with me? There's they they can't have a developmental program. That's not something they
1: well who does anymore. I mean WWE doesn't certainly. I mean NXT. I always thought was a de- developmental system, but that's not anymore.
2: Well, if you watch if you watch what's going on with the show, I'd argue that they're still a developmental. But anyway, go ahead.
1: Well, but it's on TV though. You know what I mean? Like developmental to means like not on TV, right, Freddie? Do you agree? Yeah, yeah. Right.
2: Yeah, I
0: I think it, it's not so much the developmental. On TV the product anymore, but I'm sure when they do run the house shows you are getting those guys and girls who aren't on TV who aren't making your Regular weekly shows you're getting them trotted out there. You're getting those matches. You're getting them that in-ring work Which is something I would think AEW would hopefully do to get these guys more more seasoned because If they're not on the indie circuit, they're not doing that, you're wrestling once a week, if that, because some of these guys don't even wrestle once a week. So, they've got to get their ring work somewhere, and I think it's definitely showing in the women's division. Big time.
2: Well, but uh, we discussed it even the lead up into the casino uh, ladder match, and I think there were some spots in that ladder match where it seems like there was timing off, people were getting hurt, um,
0: well, watch what's her name? All on her head this week in the uh, in the women's match on. Uh oh, fuck. Are you talking about Carrie Sane? About NXT? Yeah, that, yeah, it was NXT. Sorry about that. I, oh, hey, it was NXT. Hey, what? She, uh, she fell on her head. She jumped backwards, and they dropped.
2: Yeah, that's an NXT thing. So we'll we'll get to that because that yeah that definitely happened. Um, so. Developmental program, some sort of training program, house show, something. And I guess that's one thing where NXT might have the advantages. In addition to being at the performance center, normally there is a house show circuit, so the ones that aren't on TV are fine-tuning, where maybe that's where AEW is lacking. Now, I thought AEW, the contracts were signed in a way that they could still wrestle Indies on the weekends, but I guess realistically, who are you seeing on Indies? You're not necessarily seeing those guys and gals, those coaches... Uh, that coaching level that you would bring you to that next level.
1: Do we know who the head trainer is for the ladies on AEW?
2: I don't think so. I know Jerry Lynn is involved. I don't know if he's doing both rosters or if he's just if he's just uh, just doing the gals.
0: If I'm AEW, I'm calling Fit Finlay as fast as I can.
1: Yeah, I think we talked and about that a couple I'm weeks get, ago. Yeah, I'm getting
0: him over there as much money as he wants to bring him.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, Jerry Lynn's listed as a coach and producer, but I'm trying to find some sort of roster of who their producers are, and I'm not finding much on. All
1: right, I was just curious. I mean, I think they need to have someone dedicated to the ladies.
2: Jerry Lynn was, had his share of great matches uh, with Rob Van Dam, but outside of that... He doesn't get a lot of I was just going
0: to say that. I didn't, didn't want to shit on Jerry Lynn. No, I don't want to shit I, on Jerry Lynn
2: either. I'm, but, yeah. Go let ahead. me tell you yeah. one of the nicest, pe-
1: nicest wrestlers I've been ever been to. It, but
2: yeah, but what nice, else do, he, nice doesn't necessarily uh, mean that you're going to bring these guys up to the next level. Mm-hmm. I mean I Demon Linko I think works for them too, so and he he's pretty well known for being a good producer, so something something's missing here. And it might it might be that lack of a training program or a developmental program. I agree. Um another AEW news, uh the, I guess the biggest thing that happened on Dynamite I don't know if they're calling themselves the Revolt or F T R. They're definitely not the Revival, but they're in AEW. It's a good pickup. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't. Impre- I wasn't that impressed with the running. I'll be honest.
1: Well, look. I mean, you got to do what you can do right now. I mean, uh, the one thing I find fascinating is that AEW is really tag team heavy, and all this going on, and and, and Page and and uh, and uh, Omega have not defended those belts in quite a while. And you got, you know, pro- I mean, you can probably name ten tag teams right now, right? And they're all jockeying for position, but nobody's getting a title shot. So I don't know what they're waiting for with that. It looks kind of weird. Now that Paige is back, why aren't they defending the belts?
2: Well, Paige has only been back the one night, so let's see. Right, say but
1: I, they have a TV show next week they should be defending, is my point.
2: And I, th- I thought they announced that for next week. Uh...
0: Now, how fast do you think they put the belts on these guys? Or do you, do you make them chase? for a while instead of throwing it right on them right away.
2: I don't think you put the belts on them that quickly, I think. And I think that's one of the problems we're seeing with the world title division. Uh, stop bringing these new guys in and automatically putting them into title feuds. Let let FTR, the Revolt, whatever they're calling themselves, let them build themselves up. I mean, that run-in, they focused more on the Butcher and the Blade than they did the Young Bucks.
1: Well, you know that's. I was gonna say I, what we're missing in AEW is mid card feuds, mm-hmm. right? We, and uh, w- I think my problem with the Brody Lee matches, um, an overall problem with wrestling now was whatever happened to the good old disqualification? We'll meet again next month. Like, why does every match have to end so definitively? Like, why couldn't Brody Lee or John get? Why couldn't Moxley get disqualified? And then be like, alright, well, you know, we would have another match. Like, now, now, like I said, where does Brody Lee go from here? Yeah, He's lost his invincibility, he's lost his aura already. Who's he gonna, you know... He, yeah, I mean, it's it's like, he got pushed to the front of the line and he wasn't ready. Like, they had a feud set up with him in, uh... Uh, what's our SCU? They like, kind of let that drop pretty fast. I don't know why that went so quickly. Um... I don't know. I just they're missing that mid-card. You know, where where's the uh, Rock and Roll Express and the Midnight Express feud? You know, let's get some tag teams together and let's let them fight it out. You know, let's get some personal vendettas going on, and then we'll start building towards the tag, towards title shots. Right. Everybody it just seems like they're floating around from week to week.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, let's see. Hopefully that changes. Um, I mentioned Butcher and the Blade. What happened to the bunny? All I saw was her all over QT Marshall.
1: Well, that they're setting that up. I mean, if you noticed during Cody's promo last night, right. he was paying attention to her, and Dustin kept hitting him, and, and, and Brandy kept going, you know, pay attention over here. And he'd go, yeah, yeah, and then he'd go right back to her. So they're obviously setting that up to be some kind of feud, which is what I'm talking about. We need we need mid-card feuds.
2: Yeah, no explanation on why she wasn't with Butcher and the Blade, who were sitting on the opposite side of the ring. That that, that was well,
1: She was... She was flirting with QT, so...
2: So you think she was doing that on behalf of them?
1: Could be, or or that they're setting up him and Dustin to have a fallout. You know, I don't know. I mean, my other question now is, like, with Lance Archer, what happens to him? They've got a lot of big, tall, like, giant, tough guys. I'd like to see Brian Cage and Lance Archer fight, you know? But they're not going to. Like, they, I think the other thing, they need to start breaking down these walls. You want to call yourself the biggest strongest and toughest that means you fight everybody not just the good guys you know i don't know so their, their roster's starting to get full and they're not really working the roster the way they should
2: there was talk that they were getting another show on tnt at some point i think that's sorely needed and i'm curious when that's going to happen another show that that was the rumor earlier in the year when they yeah it was was it, it supposed to be dark no, no no dark dark's always been around they said it was going to be independent of dark
1: I don't know if they need another show.
2: Well, but they got they got a huge roster that's not being used.
1: I don't know, but don't you see that with WWE, we got six hours of TV and you're and like by Friday I'm ready to throw up.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean I can't tell you the last time I watched SmackDown. I just can't. I just it's not a good show. I read the results and I go, I don't need to watch that.
2: Last week's was was actually a good show and I did text you that, so thanks for taking my advice,
1: asshole. Hey look, you're never right. Why would I start? Why would I start now? Oh damn! Shots fired. Yeah, right I right. mean, shit. A, a broken clock is right twice a day. I mean, come on.
0: SmackDown's <laughs> about to get uh, it's about to get a little more exciting this week. Right?
1: We'll see a SmackDown here in a minute.
0: Mm. <laughs> if the reports are correct, they're talking about uh,
2: Matt Riddle coming up this week. This yeah. coming week.
1: That was a rough match.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, those guys definitely were beating the crap out of each other and that's it's, it's AEW technically isn't viewed as a developmental territory like NXT. I mean NXT puts out a good show, but AEW's got like main eventers where NXT's really got the guys that are up and coming. So are they even when they put out a quality unique match like that trying something different uh, how often so are where, they really going to beat them?
1: So where does Riddle fit into the Smackdown picture?
2: Uh, that's a very good question unfortunately I don't have a lot of faith in Vince uh, doing him right um, and especially with if he is on Smackdown Bruce Prichard is the executive producer there I think Riddle's more of a Heyman guy but of course there were already jokes that Riddle will never be on Raw because that's where Brock is you know let's <coughs> keep a guy off the, let's keep a guy off Monday night for the uh, for the once a quarter appearance of Brock Lesnar
0: no. I did hear though that uh, Bruce Pritchard was a huge fan of Matt Riddle, and that was one of the reasons why he was going over a SmackDown.
2: If you listen to Pritchard's podcast, there's a lot of stuff that he's a fan of that you're just cringing and like, really, you're even going to admit to this? Right. <laughs> I mean, I, look, I like Pritchard, but I'm not, I, I'm not too confident that Riddle's going to do well there. I'm afraid he's going to get lost in the shuffle, um, especially. Just at the beginning of this year, they said Riddle wasn't leaving NXT anytime soon because they were looking at him as a huge draw for them, especially with the USA time slot. And all of a sudden, four, four or five months later, oh, yeah, he's gone.
1: I don't know, they got to get the belt off Strowman. I mean, he's a, to me, he's a show killer.
2: Well, and that's the one thing on SmackDown I did have a problem with last week. I mean, who really wants to freaking see Strowman versus Miz and Morrison I, I already know my bathroom break for Packlash.
1: I don't understand the point of that match at all. I really don't. Yeah. It's, a, it's an embarrassment if you ask me.
2: Well, and, and I think this, this also goes with Drew. Um, they put the belt on these guys, and they didn't really plan properly for the challengers after that. I mean, I'll give Seth Rollins credit, but he lost to KO at WrestleMania and still somehow got a title shot. And then on the Strowman side, you threw him in there against Bray Wyatt, uh, you figure, all right, it's going to be a f- few matches. He's got to topple The Fiend at some point, and we haven't heard jack shit.
1: So I'm talking about whatever happened to the disqualifications, you know, the countouts, the, you know, we're going to have a rematch and we're going to do it in a cage. You know what I mean? I, there, were, there always seemed to be a, a plan back in the day, you know, back Bob Backlund was champion, Ric Flair was champion. You didn't squash everybody the first time around. It, it, it was a series of matches. And they don't do that anymore, you know. It's, or it's fifty-fifty booking, which I'll never understand.
2: I, I don't think today's wrestling fan would stand for it. That's part of the problem. Uh, you're, you're going back. You, you're, you're you're sounding like a very nice version of Jim Cornette. Unfortunately, now we got pay-per-views every single month. Now um, it's not even in your house era where you could get away with that. Sometimes I think that's part of the problem. If you do that, while, and I'm I'm in agreement with you, but if you do that, the fans are going to be chanting bullshit and shitting all over it. There's no patience. There's a short attention span now.
1: I'm not saying every match, every championship opportunity has to be like that. But shake it up once in a while. Yeah.
2: They didn't build challengers up for either of these guys. That's that's just my opinion.
0: What about your heel, you know, sneaking away a victory here? You know, getting some outside interference. Something to where it's not just so dry cut, black and white. This is... Like, keep it going, something. any Anything to keep a feud going and not deading it and then cycling it over and over three, four months down the line where we're getting Randy Orton-Sheamus for the, you know, 97th time or, you know, just repetitive feuds. Like, give me a long burn feud that means something that's got some teeth to it, no pun intended, because I was going to talk about... You know, Macho Man and Jake the Snake. Like, that feud went on for a while. And right. You know,
1: the, you the thing, uh, the anatomy of a good feud is you bring people in and out. Yeah. So it's not always Dusty Rhodes against Ric Flair. It's Dusty Rhodes and Sting versus Ric Flair and Tully Blanchard. And then it's Lex Luger and, and Dusty Rhodes. And then, like, and you have different combinations. They're not doing that anymore. They're just throwing the matches against the wall. They're coming up with a definitive end, and then they're moving along. And I never really understood that. Like you can, you can make a lot of money. You can draw these things out if they're done correctly.
2: Okay, so we had Braun versus Bray Wyatt. How do you get that going? Several months with tag team matches.
1: Not, I'm Not saying every every feud goes that way, mm-hmm. but there are things you can do. Like, they just, they, I don't know why he didn't fight The Fiend. I don't know why they didn't go to a double. I mean, they could have went to a double disqualification where they threw everything at the, in in the arena at each other and still couldn't stop each other. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, every feud has an angle, and you have to find it. They're not always the same, and that's that's the beauty of wrestling, is that some of them are were fighting over a girl, and some of them were fighting over the belt, and some of them were fighting over money, and some of them were fighting, you know what I mean? There's always an angle. you got to find it, and then you got to run with it
2: some of them are fighting over Judy Bagwell on a pole and
1: uh oh you know it was an angle it was a, it was a 90 degree angle but it was an angle <laughs> should have went 180 the other way but you
0: know. did you guys see his cameo thing that he's doing buff bagwell right now i
2: I saw I no i I saw a, I saw a shot uh, like a screenshot of it and I was like I don't even care I never liked him anyway
0: I got like 30 seconds through it he looked like he got the shit beat out of him. And then he's like doing a cameo for somebody and he's just talking random shit. It it didn't make any sense. I was like, I can't watch this. Are
1: Um, you saying Buff doesn't have the stuff anymore?
0: He says he has the stuff. That's the way he started it, but he does not clearly have the
1: stuff
2: anymore. Well, I I guess his gigolo work has now gone to the senior housing. It's possible. Yeah, I don't know. So, Raw this week. You had KO losing to Angel Garza. And then Apollo Cruz won the U.S. title. What did you guys think of that? I I have my opinions, but I'm curious what you guys thought.
1: How many years Eight. has Apollo Crews been with WWE and never won a thing?
2: It's not as long as you think.
1: It's been at least five years, I bet.
2: No, no. You don't Definitely. think so? No, i I'm, I could guarantee it.
1: All right, we'll find out there. Encyclopedia.
2: Mhm.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna, He's been around for a minute.
1: Watch. <laughs> I'm right. I'm the new encyclopedia. I
2: we'll could take the title. I'll leave the show. Fine by me. Could <laughs> we'll do something else with this hour every week. Um,
1: could you? Could you really? Yes,
2: I could. Five years.
1: Two weeks back yet. Am I right? Five years? About five years. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, then you take the <laughs> damn nickname. I don't give a shit. I didn't give myself that nickname. That the asshole on the other screen did.
1: Blackbeard formerly be- Blackbeard formally known as the encyclopedia. <laughs> if you're the encyclopedia, call me Google baby. <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. Relax. You're safe.
2: I don't give a um, shit. I, I, I never came up with the nickname.
1: Back to my original point. Uh, you know, I don't get it. I don't get either one of those moves. I mean, Owens has got all the momentum, and you have him lose to Angel Garza. I mean, I don't even. You know, I couldn't pick Angel Garza out of a lineup. I got news for you. And
2: uh, <laughs> Charlie Caruso could.
1: And um. <laughs> And as far as uh, I don't know, I have nothing to say. Raw an abortion. <laughs> <laughs> I it looks what like they're,
0: they're about. really starting. To,
1: about.
0: It looks like they're really starting to push this kid Garza. I feel like we're gonna get a heavy dose of him starting to come. I,
2: I mean, I think he's got potential. It just you, uh, you had KO beat Seth Rollins. I mean, that's no small feat. I mean, this. Seth Rollins is really one of the main eventers they've had for the last five, six years. And then they did nothing to capitalize on it. And then the, as far as Apollo Cruz, if they were in front of a crowd, I don't think the title change is happening. I don't think the fans would be behind this guy.
1: When they signed Apollo Crews, he was supposedly going to be like the next big thing. I remember on the indie scene, he was huge. And, and the moves the guy could do, I mean, he's got some moves, no doubt. But they immediately buried him. They stuck him with a bunch of losers. They did nothing with him.
2: They rushed him to the main roster within like six, six, eight months. He was already up there. He wasn't ready. I remember when they first called him up and he showed up on Raw the night after WrestleMania. I was like, he's not ready for this. He barely got any mic time in NXT. Unless Mm -hmm. you were going to give him a mouthpiece, which they didn't do. I mean, yeah, Zinberg works impressive enough, but his promo work, even now, I'm not that impressed with him
1: he might be benefiting from the fact that there's no one else around and they're just trying to make, you know, conversation.
2: No you offense him, to
1: him.
0: Would you guys put him with MVP in his stable?
2: Should have done it already then. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I mean, you, you had the opportunity to do that when his knees were injured and he had to come out of that Money in the Bank match. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, they they had to get Austin Theory... Uh, They had to switch him from one heel faction to another. They couldn't possibly think of turning Apollo Crews heel either. I mean, yeah, it's a limited roster. I just, there's some stuff going on that I feel like it's because there's an empty arena. It's, obviously, it's always Vince has the final word, but I feel like a lot of this stuff is happening because they don't have an audience to gauge, so we're just going to try it and see what happens, Um, which is okay. I just, I think if they were in front of a crowd, I don't think some of this stuff would be happening.
1: You know, the other thing I want them to stop is I want them to stop narrating everything that's happening. Sometimes body language s- says enough. Like, for some reason, they, they keep telling McIntyre to talk. And all he does is blabber- blather on about, you know, come on, come to the ring, come to the ring, I'm the guy. Bl- shut up. <laughs> Say it once. Come to the ring. I got it. I got your point. I'll come to the ring. Or I'm not coming to the ring. But you blathering on like an idiot's not going to make me come to the ring.
2: it's sad it's almost i feel like his character is still and i've been saying it for weeks it's like they put the belt on him and now they're trying to develop the character it's usually the other way around yeah you're right you're right he won the he won the royal rumble and what did they really do with him afterwards not much i don't know true i don't know um so i was actually earlier tonight i was playing back WWE backstage and Seth Rollins hinted that someone close to him is someone he'd like to add to his group, which they did ask him if there was a name for it. And he said, somebody come up with a name. I don't have anything. Who else would you add as a disciple to this group? I, off the top of my head, I can't really think of anyone right now.
1: So it's, he's got Murphy, he's got Theory, he needs another Y. Who's got another last name Y? That's who we need. Murphy, I feel like- Theory, <laughs> and Fury. Tyson Fury. Tyson <laughs> Fury. No, he, he
2: no, he's gonna he's gonna go fight Mike Tyson, supposedly.
1: Yeah, I read that. Oh, I sweet. have no idea. I have no idea who should join Seth Rollins. I have no clue. I really don't care either.
2: <laughs>
1: no, that, too. Put a name in a hat, doesn't matter. They're not- if it's Roman Reigns, are they gonna call him Rainy? <laughs> Romy. <laughs> oh
2: gosh. Um, let's see. I, I'm looking at the raw roster now, which is actually kind of kind of small. Um, Slatery Sl- No, he he, he he. They fired his ass. Yeah. He's gone. I, know, uh, I was kidding. Dude, dude, man. He can't, he can't
1: do
2: it. Cedric Alexander.
1: Alexander. I'm going to do that with every name you bring up, just letting you know. <laughs>
2: he's committed to it now.
1: Kevin Owensy? Oh,
2: jeez. Uh, Bo Dallas? No. Oh, yeah. If he's on SmackDown anymore.
1: Anyway. Somebody wow. should bring up Bo Del's name.
2: You know, the funny thing is that looking at this wiki page of their current roster, it looks like there's more people on SmackDown, which is a shorter show than there is on Raw. Oh yeah! Wait, you said it had to end in a Y, Mojo Rolly.
1: There you go. <laughs> so we'll have Theory, uh, Murphy, and Rolly. There you go. Works for me. There you go. I think as a prerequisite to the group, you have to change your name or something with a Y in the end.
2: Yeah, and then and then you know what's gonna make it, it would make it even worse. You'd have segments with Gronk trying to convince him that he's being used by Seth Rollins.
1: I keep forgetting it. They could have Lashley.
2: But Lashley's with MVP.
1: I know. Well, dude, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I just got another Y in there. I had to throw it in.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it, Rollins said somebody that's close to him, and I'm looking. I'm like, who the f- who, who the hell is he talking about? There's nobody left.
0: Uh, I, don't I don't know. Yeah. Um, I've got nothing over here.
2: Yeah. Um, you actually mentioned earlier about uh, Kyrie Sane and... Saney? Yeah. <laughs> going in a different direction. Uh, this Monday on Raw, she's facing Nia Jax. Spoiler alert, it's already been taped, and supposedly she cut her head on the ring steps. Now, of all people, Melser is claiming that no one is blaming Nia Jax and that Sane may have stumbled heading into the steps as she tried to take it on her side. So they're totally blaming Kyrie Sane for this. I... Uh, she was said to be in control of her bump and made it look too good. But it's unknown if she has a concussion. But she's okay after being silly. Whatever that means. And then She'll be here. <laughs> Well and then some of the comments I was reading on 411 Mania was you know this is them protecting her because uh, Naya because who's her family?
1: Yeah. That woman doesn't belong anywhere near a ring. Only on maybe an onion ring, that's about it. <sighs> oh, <man>. she's terrible. <sighs>
2: terrible. And this and then you read then like she's like tweeting about Ronda Rousey a couple months ago and all these other gals and how he, you know she'll put she'll punch a face through some of them and blah, blah blah and she's so much better in the ring and I'm sitting there like do you really believe what you're saying?
1: <laughs> the only one I think in worse in the ring than her is Tamina.
2: Maybe that's why they teamed them up.
1: <laughs> and I'm shocked at that because Tamina is a snooker but she obviously didn't get the right snook of jeans. Mm. She's awful.
2: Well, she didn't accidentally kill anyone, at least, right? <laughs> Not you out my- I-, I didn't want to be that guy this week. I was trying to be good. Not yet.
1: She's still young.
2: I could fall back on Dark Side of the Ring for this. It's their fault. Yeah. So, um, Charlotte. Ugh. How many different nights do we have to see that bitch?
0: How I heard giving her her own show. They will put up every show as possible.
2: She's another one that look. She's great in the ring. I, don't get me wrong. Uh, as far as in ring work in that women's division, she's probably the best one they got. But I'm like, I gotta see. I, she was on SmackDown. She was on Raw. She was on NXT. Enough already. I don't care. I haven't cared in years.
0: Nobody. She lives local, so she can be there every single day they're filming.
2: Well, so so's her fiancé, Andrade, but instead they got him jobbing out. I really wonder how they talk since he can barely speak English.
1: Well, you don't know that. That might be just his character.
2: Uh, it's, well, you should see the videos that they post on Instagram. He does not speak English for Maybe,
1: th- maybe she Maybe she doesn't know they're engaged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Quickly, wait, wait, wait what? I'm engaged? Wait, wait, that's what he asked me? Wait a minute, what?
2: No, 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 look, look, look. She's already been married once. She's still got, I think, four more before she catches up to her dad, right?
1: It's true.
2: Woo! <laughs> oh, boy. Um, hey, On the NXT side, we know for TakeOver in Your House, they've officially added Adam Cole versus... Team. Velveteen Dream uh, now this time if Velveteen doesn't win that's it he's not going to get another title shot those stipulations uh, so is that a giveaway that Dream's definitely winning it or, or do we think that Dream's actually losing the rematch as well is he going Rob- to buster? I don't know but I know you had a major problem with him losing the first title shot and I it did made, say it that they no probably s- built to a rematch
1: yeah I mean it, it made no sense that was the time for him to win. If he was going to win, it was then. Now it seems almost anticlimactic. Okay. You know?
2: I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I watched that match, and I knew for sure there was going to be a rematch. I didn't necessarily have a problem with it. Um, I think what sucks is it's not going to be in front of a crowd, but where? who knows when that's going to happen again. Um, also announced for that card, we know Finn Balor's facing uh, the Archer, uh, the, the Green Arrow wannabe Damian Priest. Uh, we know that Kevin Lee is defending the North American title against Johnny Gargano. Um, the segment with Kevin Lee and Mia Yim was kind of funny last night. Or Mia Yim, excuse me. Not Yim. They're definitely not Yim when I think of her. Um, She's hot. I like her. Okay, no competition for, for me on that one.
1: See? Devil's advocate there at its best right there.
2: There you go. And he's
1: in the room with her.
0: He's not leaving the room.
2: <laughs> Don't worry, Rob. We won't be in the room well, watching.
1: You know what? I was going to say, if, if I'm having sex with her, you guys aren't in the room. so
2: You're back, everybody. <laughs> Sorry to break your heart that she's with Kevin Leaf, but right, okay. anyway. <laughs> um, now, the, the, I will say that segment was kind of funny, though, last night where they were imitating the Garganos. Uh, I feel like, you know, we knock... We were not. I was knocking Britt Baker's heel, run before, and then she really came into her own. And I feel like Organo might be getting there. Uh, Candace I just don't know if she's got it in her. I, she's
1: Candice is acting, yeah. You can tell, yeah.
2: But you know what? Like, like I said, NXT is technically their developmental ter- territory. Let's test it out down there. I don't know. I feel like she, both of them, are getting a little bit better. I just think. Gargano's a little bit ahead of her. Um, that being said, I don't see Gargano winning that match, but we'll be doing those picks next week. Uh, we got Tommaso Ciampa against Cross. Um That was really interesting where Ciampa last night was wrestling and Scarlett just stood there watching him and they just kept glancing at each other. It was kind of eerie and creepy at the same time. Uh, we also know Triple Threat Match was announced. Uh, I believe it was through, of all places, TV Guide. Uh, it's going to be Charlotte defending against... Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley, so that's coming up a week from Saturday. We'll be talking about that in a couple weeks. Uh, next week, uh, Chelsea Green last night teamed up with Charlotte and defeated Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley. Now, Chelsea Green is definitely I like her a lot, but she's still very green in the ring.
1: but um, I'm bumped. She fired uh, her manager after the match. Yeah, that's
2: that threw me off. Where did that come from, and what was the point of that?
1: Maybe they didn't feel like they didn't need him.
2: Maybe. Um, you know, the funny know. thing is, the funny thing was then, some of the comments I was reading on 411 well, while they were <laughs> talking about that was, some people go, wait, Robert Stone is Robbie E? Really? <laughs> like, are you freaking kidding me? You didn't know that?
1: I didn't. Wow. I didn't, I didn't make the connection. I, I You know how, how much I pay attention to women's wrestling, right? <laughs> so... I mean, I usually stop to see the end of the match, <laughs> just so I know who won. I, but that's usually when I leave the room or I fast forward over. It.
2: So if Scarlet ever gets in the ring, there's no hope for her. Although she she doesn't she doesn't exactly wear a traditional wrestling attire.
1: Okay, we know what Anthony's doing now. We know what Anthony will be doing in the hours. He's not doing this show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's taking his hour
2: break. <laughs> um. So a couple topics I just want to gauge you guys on. Now, first, Drake Maverick has now made it to the finals of the Cruiserweight Title Tournament. They're not even saying interim now when they mention it. But going into even last week's match when he was down by one and needed to beat Kushida to even make it to the finals, I'm starting to wonder, is he really getting cut? Because WWE is not known for pushing this, these guys on this level on their way out. I'm wondering if this was all planned out as a storyline the whole time and that he's not being released. Could be.
0: Yeah, it it could be that he's one of the guys that got cut but is really coming back. Like, was it? Well, Gulick, there was the whole... Contract issue thing, but maybe maybe it was all storyline. Maybe him crying on camera was all bullshit.
2: Yeah, I mean the last time you saw somebody that whose contract was coming up get pushed this high was CM Punk nine years ago, and I'd argue before that you never saw that. So I was I, I just as the weeks are going by, I was just saying to myself, he's not getting released. You're not pushing this guy on this level. You're not coming up with that compelling a story for somebody that in a month is going to be gone it's just so not Vince I mean granted yeah Triple H is the one running NXT not Vince but you can't tell me with the show being on the USA Network Vince doesn't have some say Mm. alright so the you fucked up moment of the week
1: When Anthony said Apollo Crews wasn't with WWE for five years?
2: No, that's my fucked up moment of the week. (laughs) No, the you fucked up moment of the week. So several months ago, this guy, apparently he's got his own video podcast, was talking smack about Alexa Bliss. Uh, This is going back months ago. And I guess Ryan Satin from Pro Wrestling Sheet ended up bringing this back up. Um, He basically said Alexa Bliss does nothing in tag matches, does nothing in the ring, and basically said it's like when she's having sex. And now he's spent almost a week ripping on people that were going after him for it, but as soon as Alexa Bliss and Paige and all of them started pounding on this guy, all of a sudden he comes out on Monday during the show uh, and claims he was getting harassed and getting death threats and blah, 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 and issued an apology. And his followers are, like, defending him and saying, oh, that was a big man of him to apologize and blah, 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 blah. And I'm sitting there reading this bullshit, and I'm like, you're so full of crap, dude. You're only apologizing because you didn't like the fact that the cyberbullying you were doing to people is now getting thrown back in your face. Did you guys hear about this, and what do you think?
1: So, is the fucked-up moment that he apologized?
2: The fucked-up moment was that he even opened his mouth to begin with. Okay. But you talk smack you may said something really derogatory and sexist and then you're going to sit there fire back at people who are going after you for it and then all of a sudden issue an apology out of the blue on your show mind you because you probably knew you all of a sudden you got new viewers over this whole bullshit yeah i, I
0: think it's one of those i put my foot in my mouth and now i'm trying to save face and not co- completely buried and I want to look like I'm uh, a part of this non-cancel culture that we live in. And I'm going to try to save it. And this is what he's trying to do. But some of these guys say the stupidest shit in the world. And they just, they never think anyone's going to listen to it. And
1: like this show.
2: Just, yeah, they, <laughs> <laughs> I was g gu- I was gonna say or they know what they're doing and they're trying to get listeners. Maybe that's what maybe Steve maybe when Steven's on here he's not saying anything racy enough.
1: Listen, uh I can't answer this. Um no, I, mean, I don't oh, know what I don't know what Alexa Bliss is like in bed. So if she's willing to, to volunteer to come here and let me, you know do my research, I would be able to give a better answer.
2: So you want to fill her with Bliss, huh?
1: <laughs> sure, let's go with that.
2: <laughs> well, if you, w- I- I'm sorry we can't get you the real thing, but we do know where there's a cardboard cutout of her.
1: There you go. I'll take it.
2: <laughs> Stevie G's not going to be using it for a while. It's locked <laughs> up in storage. <laughs>
1: there you go. It's all yours. So he, it, tell- so he tells you.
2: <laughs> well, I-, I did watch him lock it that night, but then again, who knows?
0: It's been a long time.
2: Yeah. Um last thing i had uh first off before we get to the last thing i had uh updated standings we fucking sucked on our aew picks
1: (laughs) yeah we did so freddie went two and six but i did better than freddie
2: devil's advocate went four and four i went three and five stevie g got the pay-per-view championship which is our version of the intercontinental the tnt the u.s whatever you want to call it he went five and three and he's not even on to celebrate big deal um what i will say though is as far as the r- rivalry between our boy the devil's advocate and eloso um eloso he's closing the gap he's within three points of you right now don't worry i'm not worried you should worry. <laughs> no not a little
1: be jealous
0: the belt is still here
1: it's not I'll, I'll
2: expect there. it in the mail very shortly. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Um, all right, wrapping up. Um, there's been a lot of talk. Uh, SummerSlam, Boston, probably not happening. The mayor of Boston said no large gatherings at least till September 7th. Uh, in the meantime, WWE has not canceled any shows from July 10th on yet. So, you as a wrestling fan. As the world slowly starts to open back up, when are you what's what's it going to take for you to feel comfortable attending a wrestling show, um, a WWE show or a W show, for example, or would it have to be an indie show? Uh, what are your thoughts on this?
1: Another year, another year.
0: Yeah, it's going to take a long while to get me back into a stadium. I, yeah, into a stadium setting. Like, I'm, I'm a huge fan of all sports. I haven't missed going to a Yankee game since they opened up the new stadium in 2009. I'm um, sorry. It, it, this is going to be the first year that I'm not in Yankee Stadium. And it, it's kind of crazy.
2: So, I want to I wanna hear what the precautions are for when they do start allowing fans in before I make a decision. I mean, if they're going to require everyone to wear face masks, I'd probably more likely to give it a shot. Um, I know we know I have season tickets for the New York Red Bulls. I That stadium doesn't get full, so I don't think it's going to be too hard to try some social distancing measures there. <laughs> but, yeah, but the, the social their social
1: distancing are the games themselves.
0: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love you, Encyclopedia. You know we
2: do. I was gonna say you took my tickets. And I did.
1: Let me put to I you. I did this enjoy it. I'm not. Um, I'm not comfortable. I, I look. You know, I look at they release some of the people, some of the restrictions, and you go online and you see the morons all huddled together, no masks, taking no precautions. I, I don't. I can't count on people to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm certainly not going to go into a stadium, an indoor stadium, and sit close to someone who I think is an idiot who who, who doesn't take the proper precautions, okay. who's not taking care of business. I got kid, I got a kid, I got elderly parents, elderly parents, I got elderly grand, you know, uh, uh, in laws. Uh, I'm just not taking a chance. It's going to take a while for me to to get back in any kind of arena. Never mind wrestling, baseball, whatever. Not happening. Okay
2: okay yeah i was gonna say because you said indoor so i was wondering about an outdoor setting like a baseball stadium
1: some independent show is they're doing um a drive-up show
2: i saw that in south jersey yeah
1: they're setting up a ring i don't know freddie if you heard they're setting up a ring and they've got 50 spots and you drive up and you park your car and that's your seat and you sit there and you watch the show and they're gonna have food and they're gonna have restrooms And the staff there is all going to be wearing masks, and you're expected to wear a mask, and they're going to have a wrestling show.
2: I got to be honest. I heard about that, and I was saying to myself 50 cars. So, unless you're like that first car, or you got an SUV behind like a sedan, you're probably not going to see jack shit from those cars.
1: I have a feeling people are going to be sitting on their cars. Yeah.
2: Mm,
1: Okay. Look, this is the new reality. I can see things like drive-ins, having wrestling shows.
0: A resurgence um, in drive-ins. Yeah,
1: yeah I can see alternate ways of doing things is going to be the norm. If you're going to want to go see a wrestling show, a concert, you're going to have to put up with these restrictions. Mm-hmm. So I give people credit for trying. You know, they're, 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 the show must go on and they're trying to figure it out. So I'd be willing to give things like that a shot.
2: Okay. See, I, I think I'm a little bit more open to trying, but I want to see when when they're going to do this. I mean, st- uh, Stephen and I, uh, along with a few other friends, have a hard choice coming up because, as of right now, we technically have tickets for AEW for late July in Newark in the Prudential Center, and that place was sold out. I'm not too sure I feel comfortable that soon. I don't see how – I mean – what are you going to do? Uh, you're going to do a lottery and decide who's going to be able to go in because of the social distancing, or do you just refund everybody and then 25% capacity uh, new sale date comes up? I don't know. I'm mean, I, I, if uh, packed to capacity. I'm I'm definitely not ready for that. But I'm wondering how long and if stuff continues to improve how quickly i might feel differently i mean i don't know i mean i know my own town we get numbers every day on how many covid ca- new covid cases there there have been um our numbers have been steadily going down for weeks uh today we actually had zero for the first time since it started
1: because of the distancing
2: uh, you know what i i walk and jog around this town i see guys i i, I tonight i saw grown men playing roller hockey in a rink I see kids screwing around at the high school playing soccer on the fields and stuff. I don't I don't think there's as much distancing as as there could be.
1: You know, I'm not star for that star for entertainment that I'm willing to risk my life. Mm-hmm. Or my family or my friends at this point. I, I'll wait. I'll wait a year. I can wait I you know, there's nothing out there I need to see that, that won't be there in a year from now. So right. I'm good with that.
2: Yeah, I mean just have to order HBO Max for Snyder Cut next year. <sighs>
1: That'll be online illegally somewhere. I'll find it. When he been paid for it. The <laughs> next year. It'll
2: be so, up. Who, so who, who actually paid for the pay-per-view this past Saturday? What, no hands went up yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I haven't paid for a pay-per-view in probably 20 years. So.
2: Did you cancel your network subscription yet?
1: Not, it's three months, so it's still good. You know how many times I've watched it? Twice.
2: Yeah, I got, I got this feeling. That watch-alongs are going to be him trying to find something on YouTube with like the screen I have, reversed. I have
1: most of the matches, so I mean, you tell me which one you want. I more than likely have it.
2: I, I bet you, I'm going to come up with something you don't. Well,
1: have. you know, if you try hard enough, you know.
2: Hey, look, do you have in your house one? Because I did throw that one out there.
1: Um, I don't think I have that one anymore. Ah! I had it at one point.
2: Rest my case. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, Anthony, how many years has Apollo Crews been with WWE?
2: Ooh.
1: If Apollo Crews was having sex with Jax, would you stay in the room?
2: <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. Um, I will say the encyclopedia, you know, it's an outdated old reference yes. series of books. So my knowledge is going to be for about 20, 30 years ago, not necessarily something so that happened in the last five years. Do you want us
1: to rename you Wikipedia? <laughs>
2: No, Wikipedia is too modern. I can't. I won't. I couldn't remember five years ago.
1: You want, you want to be Surrey?
0: Surrey? Oh God! You can have a different accent every week.
1: Your choice. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. you know what? Maybe maybe I could be a Matitude follower, and I'll just have different incarnations every week.
1: Wonderful! <laughs> was that not awesome when they brought up Matitude and they had Matt Hardy can hold his breath for 346 seconds and the instant NRTs were reading it? I was like, oh, my God, that's so funny. Wait, before we go, tell me the Jake Hager promo this week was not freaking hysterical. When he started going into how he has a special set of skills and they all got scared. I mean, come on. Dude, were you not? Come on, you not? We were not, not I, expecting that from him. Come on. Huh. No, that, was that
2: that part, some of it, I was kind of. Eh, where where's this going? And then, yeah, when he got to the particular set of skills, I was like, oh, he thinks this is taken.
1: And then, nice. and Jerko's like, all right, all right, calm down, calm down. And he's like, I'm happy, I'm happy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah trying to find a transcript of the whole damn thing because it's on
1: Four one one had it in the comments one of the comment sections had it
2: you mean their reporters their crack staff couldn't couldn't do it like wrote the whole thing out in the review come on
1: guys uh, that was great come on it was good i mean there's enough there like you said not everything strikes but when it does you want to watch just to see when it does Ah!
2: sorry you told me to go to four one one. I'm trying to read the results, and they, they put this huge ass photo of Aubrey Edwards as you're scrolling down. Why?
1: Why? Yeah, because she's um, she's Britt Baker's complaining about her. That's why. Well, that's the storyline. I mean, right? But that's well, why that was th-
2: that, w- that was one of the funny things about uh, Jericho during yeah. that Stampede when he goes, "You're a shit referee," and I started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> You got to hear her on their podcast, uh, "Unrestricted," with her and Shivani. It's she's such a mark sometimes. But uh, wait, yeah, they did. Anybody put this whole?
1: I bet if or, you if you in Google if you oh, put in are. Jake Hager's, yeah, you'd find it. It has to be up there. I mean, he's like I I, he, I have poetry. I'm like, oh, this is going to be terrible.
2: See. So, I did laugh at the part, uh, the other part when he said, "And if anyone crosses you, I'll choke them out with my bare hands." I was like, "Ooh, this got dark real quick."
1: Yeah, that's what that's what I mean. That's what was so funny about it. Like he shouldn't be funny. Yeah, but whoever came up with that for him, it was great. I mean, it was unexpected. Like I remember reading the comments about the match, and I was like, "I got to I kind of watched the show because I don't. I got to see what happened." You know, it was just unexpected, unexpectedly funny. And Santana Ortiz are hysterical. I mean. Sammy, you know, Guevara, great. I mean, they're it, it's a they're the highlight of the show, really, for the most part.
2: Yeah, they're dropping those guys out every week.
1: Oh, I mean, come on. The, it's the wrestling secondary at this point.
2: They, I think you got to give the heels some sort of win at some
1: point. I mean. Well, they were beating so, the lead up every week. They finally lost a match.
2: By the way, you know how they had all those shirts?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> to tie in the angle. They're selling them for half price on Shop AEW. That's
1: hilarious. Did you you see when they were breaking the bottles over Hager's head, they were bubbly? They're like, they have a case of bubbly, and they're breaking them over his head. (laughs) I'm like, they're selling their own stuff. (laughs) Right in the middle of a match.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I guess, you know, I, I guess it's better to sell them for half price than to donate them to some foreign country like they do the losers of the NBA championships uh, in their t shirts every year.
0: Yeah, football, ones. MLB, everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right. that it, fellas. That's it. That it you right. ready to talk way too much, man. You need to quiet down. Too much, right? That's
0: what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so, thank you guys for listening. The sports frenzypodcast.com, sports frenzy podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We thank you guys for listening.